Yeah. Word. Oh, are y'all both on? Yeah. Okay. No. Why aren't I being picked up normally? It sounds a little uh, weird. I'm not quite sure. Can y'all hear me if I do this? Yes. Okay, I'm going to have to do this every time I want to talk. But it's very, it's it's pretty loud. Okay, what if I do this? You're not talking, I couldn't tell you. You know, Rom, your little jokes are going to get you in trouble one day. <laughs> uh, sounds great, Adam. Sad opener. Here we go. Three, two. <laughs> Let's try it again. Okay. And wait. welcome back. This is your sad opener, and I'm I'm your saddest opener. I'm Adam. Oh shit, that was funny. I'm your host Wayne, and I'm the rum guy. Oh, and we're God. back together again. Hey, guess what? What? You like it in the butt. No, I finished my test I was taking today. Oh, congratulations. Oh. Did you yeah, pass? I, I don't know yet. I have to send it back in, or I have to wait for okay. it to... Well, let's let's start with the easy question, okay? And I was actually asked <laughs> this by uh, Kenny of Grim Grinning Host yesterday. Do you have vision in both eyes? Oh, um, is, uh, is I have I have vision question? in my left eye and partial vision off and on in my right eye. Oh, Jesus Christ. To answer that question, it's no. Well, most of the time, um, my, my right eye is about 70, 78%. So again, no, your, your eyesight is not corrected. You, you, you are still visually impaired. Um, thank you for taking us on that little journey. Through. Oh, and the test I was talking about, though, was my, my HVAC 1 test. I was just throwing that out there. Yeah, I hope you pass it. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be nice, yeah. You, know, you can only see out of one eye. Wait. I, was bo- I was bored today, so I took a test. Wait, that's a heating and air conditioning test. Correct. You're an asshole. You know that? Why? Clearly, when you said you took a test today, we were all thinking like, oh, okay, they finally got his medical stuff worked out, and they're, they're, they're testing for things, and no. maybe, maybe the rum guy's going to live. But no, you know what? I don't know if I care if the rum guy lives. I shouldn't have said that. That was mean. I do I, love you. I have, I have an appointment uh, July 3rd to see a, uh, a orthopedic doctor, and then they're working on getting me an appointment with a neuro uh, physician some sort. And- and just so you know, technically, I knew what test he took. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew he was an I, asshole, so I guess we I was in the know. I was in the know today. Yes, you were, and I, I'm sorry I bombarded you with emails. I was just trying to get you that some of the stuff. No, was, those are awesome. Those are so good. I'm going to use the, a lot of those because the uh, I think the, the 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 one for Gary turned out pretty good, and so did the commercial. I think. Yeah, yeah, but I think all of them down the sounded really good, dude. Yeah. So. The only one I didn't get a chance to listen to yet is the, the Wolfman Jack thing. <laughs> I did. It was it was an on just a stupid little opener for us, like you could throw it in front of yeah. an episode type of thing. So that'll be cool. Whatever. 
But, but anyway, what's what's new with y'all? What's going on? What's happening in the world? Well, I'm good friends with an asshole. Well, <laughs> we knew that from the beginning. Don't squeeze it. It might but get stinky. But you really, really shouldn't talk about yourself. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that even make well, sense. How, how you how have you been, Adam? You've been you've been busy. You've been doing a lot of family stuff. How, well, most importantly, and on a serious note, how's your grandma? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that's the second time I've been asked that this week, and the third time, the second time I'll have to say, I don't actually know. I haven't seen her since she went to the rehab facility, and okay. uh, I have to go and uh, see her probably. I, I have like a four-day weekend mm. coming up. Uh, I have to work Saturday, but I'm off through Thursday, so uh, I'm going to go oh, see her good. then. Go see her, go see a movie, you know, make it a double feature. Sure, why not? Nice. What movie you want to see? I'm going to go see Tag and probably The Incredibles 2. Oh, okay. I definitely recommend The Incredibles 2. It was very good. Very cool. I didn't. I don't really know if I'd care to see Tag. <laughs> I don't know either. It looks okay. I don't know. Why? What's What's wrong with it? It's just It's just not my cup of tea, that type of... I don't know. I don't know. I, it's not my type of humor. It doesn't have no puns, puns in it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's just, it's just you know, and it's based on a true story, so there's that. Speaking of cups of tea, uh, I that reminds me of something. Uh, cups of tea, not so okay. much tea, but pee. So ah. two days ago, actor Ron Perlman, known for many things, uh, most famously for the 1989 series Beauty and the Beast. Really? You think that's what he's known? No, he's known for Hellboy. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody, nobody's heard of Hellboy. I don't know why he would. He's clearly that, that, that series with Linda Hamilton was the highlight of his career. Right. Uh, oh, and, and, and you know, uh, the, the little thing he did uh, a couple years back was that Sons of Anarchy. That didn't, that, that wasn't nothing either. No, it, it kind what of faded away. Really. Yeah. He's more of a bit actor, really. <laughs> right. So, got Sons of what now? Yeah, yeah. Sons of angry people. Yeah, it, it's it, that's what this show should be called. Um, <laughs> no, no. Everyone remembers Beauty and the Beast from 1989. Anyway, so he tweeted out yesterday morning or the day before, one of the two. Uh, <laughs> basically, he he said something to the effect of, "I'm reminded of the time that." Uh, I, I was uh, I met Harvey Weinstein. I went to the bathroom and pissed all over my hands and then shook his hand. Yeah, I think about that all the time. That's pretty awesome. Is it? Well, I think he just Wait, had bad aim, what? or maybe he had glaucoma and couldn't see. Yeah, it's one of the two. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. What? <laughs> or, or maybe he had a Prince Albert and he okay. took it out. Never, mm-hmm. never shaking hands with either, either of you dirty fuckers ever again. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, you know, pretty much the weirdest thing ever. Well, if you, if you, um, why you know, is it the weirdest thing ever? I, you know, if I think someone, or if I know someone's a rapist, there's like a list of things that I could come up with to do to him. Um, and pissing Rape on my own, one. pissing on yeah, my but own this, hands. This, this was a long time ago though, right? He did that. This is probably like four years ago. Oh, I thought he—I thought he did it when he was on the Beauty and the Beast thing. That's what I understood. I apologize. I don't think Harvey right. Weinstein was powerful then. Uh, no, that was his heyday. Now, now he has to resort to pissing on his hands. Well, 
If if he had a cut and he boiled his pee, he could make a salve and a poultice and put it on it. Right, see? Hey, yeah. hey, folks, don't listen to the rum guy on medical advice. Just saying, you could end up blind. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he was just trying to help the dude, man. You never know. Yeah, you know maybe he maybe, had a jellyfish sting on his hands. Maybe, maybe his pee is antibacterial. Right. He has Purell pee. P-Rail. P-Rail. It sounds like a rapper. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yo, 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 I'm P-Rail. You know, you know, Rome, you really didn't have to tag that joke. We we, we, we got it. We, it kind of took itself to its full extent there. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so what's up with y'all? Wayne? Work. That's it, man. Oh, it's an interesting uh, podcast. All right. Thank you for joining us on the Mega and the Guy podcast where, where we just working, man. You know, I've been working. Well, I, I don't know, man. It's been a it's been some uh what the dude from uh Pawn Stars, the old man died. Yeah, he yeah. died, man. That's fucked up. Well, you know he was old. I mean he was seventy seven. Oh, that's a, yeah, you know. Like, you know, look, but, look, I just want to say it's kinda like this thing where uh I heard my boss today said that one of his teachers died, right? One of his uh-huh. teachers. Yeah. And, you know, he was like, man, he just, it, it just was, you know, unexpected. I said, Joe, you are 50 fucking years old. I said, you're 55 years old. That means your teacher had to be at least 75. It was very expected. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, eventually the man oh, yeah. was going to go. Yeah, and sometimes you, you you take your just runs out, you know, and that's unfortunate, but that's life. Was the it, guy was like in his eighties. Well, you know what? I think he had some issues prior to this because did you ever watch Pawn Stars? Oh he yeah, always, yeah. He always he kind of seemed like it's it, maybe it was just his personality. I don't know. He always reminded me of a guy maybe had a couple strokes or something. Yeah, and, I agree. But he also reminded me like that old school mafia feel. You know what well, I mean? Like, yeah, I think he just wanted to portray that. Yeah. You know? But uh, I, I was hoping that uh, maybe they'll put his car up for sale because he has a sweet car I want. You're a fucking dick. Why? Because it's an awesome car, dude. He has a why? 1963 black Chrysler Imperial. I know. I saw it. Rob, awesome why car. Would you, why would you want that car? You can't drive it with one eye. Exactly. You can only do fucking what? Left turns? Fucking pirates drove ships on the ocean. I can drive a fucking 63 be Chrysler Imperial you know down highway. You, know, you know what else they did? Wayne you know had a solid did? joke there for once, and Rum just shit all over it by stepping <laughs> on it. You know what else they did, though? You know what, what else they did, Rum? They also fucked each other in the ass. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. You weren't there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Were I don't know what pirate ship you're on, but I think you need to, you need to go back to that one. That's where, that's where you know, butt pirate came from, Rum? No, that's not where it came from. Yes. No, it didn't. Dude, I'm telling you. That came from a club in Miami. You were you were on a boat for, for years at a time, and your first mate is sure the fuck going to look good after a while. Dude, you're not on a boat for years at a time. The world's only so big. Okay. All right. You're a couple months at a time. There you go. Six months at a time. That's that's a fucking long time, dude. Dude. That ain't that long. Dude. <laughs> Dude. Let me tell you, when these motherfuckers have like six gallons of rum in their stomach, they're going to also have another five wait, gallons of wait. semen on top of that. Well, wait, I'm pretty sure six gallons of rum in their stomach is, is, is fucking five semen. gallons of semen. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> but but I, I, I do 
produce quantity. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Rum, why is, that, it, is, is every episode you're on just an attempt to make us feel further and further sorry for your wife? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Speaking of uh, of things to feel sorry for, do you see that One Tree Hill thing coming to Wilmington? I did, I, I posted about it on your wall. Or oh, okay. I, did, I haven't looked at Facebook. Yeah, I, I I saw it. There's there's a big concert involving like so One Tree Hill had like you know how the WB always did, did like a like we're gonna Should combine he, with MTV kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like they would they would really you know One Tree Hill actually did that before most of them and did it much better they would bring in a lot of bands that eventually became bigger bands i mean they didn't know like uh like snow patrol was on their show before they kind of hit it big and obviously snow patrol is not a big band anymore uh they had like a kind of flash in the pan thing but you know they they would bring on uh, a lupe fiasco who's who's pretty pretty big in the rap community and uh and so they've always had like this musical thing and uh several of the the artists or, or, or actors who were in the show were also musicians and, and they're doing a big concert. I'd love to go. It's out, it's out, uh, it's out by rum out in Wilmington, but you know, it's just, you know, and I have the time I could, I could definitely take the time off to go out there. It's just the money. If, if you wanted to, you're more than welcome to stay here. We're only uh 30, well, about 20, 25 minute drive to Wilmington. Yeah, you know, so I, I mean, I'd, I'd love to. It just, like I said, it's just the money right now. I, I just. Wait, so it's like 90 bucks, you said, right? Oh, it's it's $100 for the ticket, but I also got to uh, get, I have to get out there. Like, right. That's the, that's right. the, that's the, that's the bulk of it. I mean, even, you know, having the, the, you know, low, low fee that you charge me of $300 a night is, is gonna, you know, it's gonna help. But, sure. Yeah. Know, it's not gonna do everything wrong. I gotta, gotta get out there. Well, you know. You have have thumb can hitch. There you go. You know. Uh, I'm, There's a lot a lot of truckers go through New Orleans. Maybe you can just get a ride with one of them. See, I told you. Speaking of oh, pirates, and semen. semen. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I uh, I've only hitchhiked once in my life, and that was enough. Wow. Well, enough. How how much hitchhiking hitchhiking have you done, Rom? Um, I've I've always had a car. He didn't do any hitchhiking. He picked up. He picked up. <laughs> I haven't done any of that Swedish shit. No, I don't know what hitchhiking is, but it sounds really cool. It's, it sounds like something Goldmember would do from yeah. the movie. Oh, hitchhiking! Hitchhiking! <laughs> Bong in a blinch, smoking a pancake. Oh fuck! <laughs> we done now? Yeah, yeah. Hey, sorry, hitchhiking. <laughs> That made me giggle. Me too. I never hitchhiked either. Really? Why not? I just never did. You have thumbs. I didn't know. Why would I do that, though? I don't know. Maybe you had to get somewhere. Nah. That's what people usually do. That shit ain't that important. I mean, that's how porns, that's how porns start. And murders. And murders. Well, usually the same movie. I was <laughs> traveling, and that was the thing to do in the place I was traveling. I've told this story on the show before. You probably did. Was it a really long story? Probably. No, uh, not really. But uh, any story I tell is long because everyone just interrupts me. So, <laughs> well, you know what? You, you know what story you should tell again? Snatches. Oh yes, that was a good story. 
Someday we'll have to bring that back. Last time Bye. I told the Snatcher story, I almost got arrested at your behest. Because those women were running in the street? Because well, you were screaming Snatches at them, and you were yeah. running at them. You asked no. me to. No, he didn't ask you to scream Snatches at snatches women. Snatches at women? That's just wrong, dude. Why would you do yeah. that? That's, you know, me too. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, did y'all see the little article I posted in uh, our little group about um, uh, uh, Manor James Keenan getting accused of rape? Who? Yeah, I hope he did it. The singer from Tool. Really? Maynard? That Maynard? Yeah. I mean, I know a ton of them. I just, wow. Yeah, he got accused of being of raping a 17-year-old girl in 2000. Yeah, well, that doesn't even uh, count anymore. Almost 20 years ago. Right, right. Yeah. And it's, it's like, uh, if you read the whole article, like, as it goes down, there's, like, some really fucking weird shit that, that Maynard's into. And I don't think that was. Uh, it's hard to say. It's hard to say if he did it or not. You know. Well, I, I, I'm, I, honestly, then they should have come up sooner. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. I, that's just. Uh, wait 20, over, uh, almost twenty years to to I say mean, somebody raped you. Yeah, I mean, come on now. Apparently, you've lived twenty years, moved on, and it should have been taken care of when it happened. Oh, no, of course. According to the story, it, it was so devastating that she never wanted to talk oh, about it. Oh, then let's not talk about it. I mean, <laughs> I personally think that she should just feel honored to have been raped by him in his heyday. I mean, this isn't getting raped by him now. Like, he's. Right, yeah. You know, now he's kind of on the low end. That'd be like, that'd be creepy, like Les Claypool. Yeah. Hey, my name is Mud. Mud. <laughs> Um, yeah, but if you read the article, like later on, this guy's on there saying like it was bullshit because he's known women who have actually gone in the back to fuck Maynard and like they give them special lanyards and all the men on his staff, his security are the ones who handle those lanyards and on the lanyards they're like, like there's like a bunch of women sucking dick. One of them says, he said one of them said um have you served your something lately like your your i don't know like your uh roman soldier or some shit like that lately uh, you know it's something it, it's definitely stuff that they know they're going in the back to get fucked does, do well it's, it's say, kind of in poor taste isn't it do any of them say i i, I sucked maynard's dick and all i got was this lousy lanyard I don't know, but Maynard, if you're listening, that's the one you need to make. <laughs> yeah, make that one, and, you know, and you know, put a well, put a put a contract on the back of a T-shirt. So when you autograph something and they have to buy the T-shirt, you can autograph the contract and be done with it. I gotta say, I, I didn't really read the article, but I saw the thumbnail, and the most disappointing part for me was, you know, Maynard's one of my favorite vocalists of all time, like you know, top twenty-five. Not like, yeah, yeah. really, I didn't know you liked Tool. It's 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 gonna end in a dance with death between us, Rum. One day, not, not, <laughs> not today and not tomorrow, but someday we're we're gonna be Londo and Jakar, and that doesn't mean anything to you, but you you should find out anyway. Uh, but but no, but uh, just seeing the picture of him, I was like, he looks just kind of like sad and 
douchey like like this i don't know like i was looking at the picture i was expecting this like this cool rock guy you know or i don't know is this is is tool considered metal i don't know what y'all standards are uh, i consider it just kind of rock but yeah it's like uh, all, I, I, all right i figured uh <laughs> so uh you know I, I, I just thought he'd look cool and he looks kind of emo honestly you know well, what? He's, he's always kind of looked that way that's what's weird about people who are like all over Maynard, I'm like, he's like 110 pounds wet and, he, you know, really not a good looking guy. He was kind of like, kind of like Tom Petty, you know? Yeah, and, he was a weird dude. Like, he's always been a weird fucking dude. Yeah. The first you know, time I saw Tool, they came out, Maynard was completely naked um, and hanging from the ceiling at the show wore 400 pound blow up doll. You know, like the like a 400 pound woman but it was a blow-up doll and it was like five of them and he would (laughs) they came down off the stage and he would fucking dry hump them and kick them into the crowd he wouldn't he would not face the crowd it was just very strange how big does a blow-up doll have to be to weigh 400 pounds it's got to be like the size of a fucking skyscraper well it was in macy's day adult parade it did not weigh 400 pounds. It was that a 400-pound woman blow-up doll. <laughs> that would be an amazing Macy's Day Parade. It's just <laughs> like one giant naked blow-up doll woman and Maynard like buck naked banging it the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah, because every time I've seen him live, he's done some pretty weird shit. Yeah. He, he oh. made a comment saying he really liked that blow-up doll and had the right size opening. He, you could almost say it was a perfect circle. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This this oh. Sorry, Rom. Didn't mean to shit on that. This just in. Uh, turns out the blow-up doll is is suing uh, Maynard for, for the hashtag me too. <laughs> I figured that bitch would finally do that. <laughs> vinyl has feelings, too. Yeah, they do. They do it. Yeah. You know, it was a good quality vinyl, too. Yeah. He dropped, he dropped the needle on a record. Hey, New York uh, elected a 28-year-old socialist woman. Saw that. Saw that. Yeah. My, I watched the uh, MSNBC interview with her, and uh, she didn't seem to know where she was half the time, but my favorite part is, so she's Hispanic, but she she was clearly raised in America. She doesn't have an accent, but uh, she did that thing. That, it's usually white people do this, but uh, where she, she is talking about herself, and she's like, you know, I find speaking on on behalf of a Latina class. Uh, she she did the, last, oh, yeah. the Spanish accent like came out of nowhere. Well, a lot of a lot of Latin uh, news reporters do that too. You remember that old skit with SNL? Yeah. When, uh, when what was his uh, what was that dude's name? Jimmy Kimmel? No, Jimmy uh, Schneider. No, Schmitz. Schmitz. Uh, it doesn't matter who he is, but he was playing oh, a reporter. Yeah. Jimmy Smith's, yeah, it was, you talk, not not on Saturday Night Live, but he appeared on it. He appeared on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he, he was portraying a reporter, and every time he was reading this about, uh, you know, and and troops are going down to Guatemala, and every time he said something Latin, he had to really accentuate it. Uh, and the, that's not exactly that. That is what happened in the skit, but it was just, and it was just Nicaragua. It was just people hanging out in the lunchroom and all, all the white people were trying to, uh, ingratiate that. Well, I don't know if they were trying to ingratiate themselves to him, but they were just, yeah, they were having like Mexican food and it was, yeah. Like, okay. Tortilla, that's it. You know? And, and he was just like, you mean a tortilla? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, it was a funny skit. It's very, very, uh, 
It's not a lot of great Saturday Night Live skits anymore. I, I tend to forget that they were ever funny. Yeah, yeah. What happened to that guy? Who? He he joined Star Wars and everyone forgot about him. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He was in Star Wars, wasn't he? Was he Bill Organa in Star Wars uh, Princess Leia's dad. Oh, wow. He, that was like his best, his big comeback, and he got, you know, well, he got shoved in the back because it was like there was very, very little uh, dialogue for him. I um, I, I like Jimmy Smith, and I have no problem with him being Bail Organa, but uh, I, I am kind of amused when I think about how Leia was really shocked to find out that she she was adopted. Right, she was, the Spanish. Yeah, she, she was like, "What are you talking about? I'm a Latina." <laughs> Yeah, you ever, like if you go back and watch the original Star Wars movie, yeah, I, th- I think it's fucking hysterical that the beginning, uh, Carrie Fisher is trying to talk with an English accent. Yeah, she does. She she like the first few lines of the movie, she comes out hardcore English accent. And I think, and that was in the original one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's because um, I I think she was trying to flesh out the character for herself. Well, of course. And um, because they weren't well paid on that set, <laughs> I think. So, she, so I think they were just trying to. Because really, the in my opinion, I don't know. You'll probably disagree, but I kind of feel that the the whole Star Wars thing is very much kind of like uh, it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But I really pick up that whole uh, King Arthur type of thing with that story. You know, you've got the 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 prince and the princess, and the, you have the you know, that's what I get out of it. It's very kind of that classic story, but <laughs> posted in a space age time frame. It's based on old pulp cereals. I mean, yeah, it's, I it's not based on it, but I mean, that's what it's designed to be. Uh, what I, I was listening to a comedian yesterday and I thought was hysterical is, is he said all these, you know, he says, I'm, I'm in my thirties now and all these people are still like idolizing Harry Potter. And he says, I find it kind of weird that I was reading these books when I was 12 and there's still people out there going, oh, my God, it's I'm a Gryffindor. And he's like, no, bitch, you're fucking 36 years old. Your letter is never going to come. Yeah, ever. bitch, you're a fucking Hufflepuff. And anyway, but the the best part of it was he's like and they're all saying that that, you know, J.K. Rollins wrote a uh, a masterpiece. And he goes, no, all she did was copy Star Wars. If you watch what, what he says, everything he says is exactly what Star Wars is. It's fucking priceless. Well, I guess there is probably some lines you could draw between Harry Potter and that. You know? No, you can't. Yes, you can. <laughs> no, you can't. Who's Obi-Wan? Not character-wise, dude. Obi-Wan would be fucking Dumbledore. Uh, that doesn't yeah. work. No. Yes. No. Yes, I'm fairly versed in Star Wars and Harry Potter. No, look, look dude, you got a, a orphan kid lives with his fucking aunt and uncle. Yeah, Somebody comes to Harry, take him away Harry to Potter's, go somewhere else. Harry, first of all, Harry Potter's aunt and uncle hated his guts. It's a recurring theme throughout the all the books. They thought he was a piece of shit. They 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 stuffed him are, in a closet. He was so you're called the, the boy you're, under you're, the you're cover. It literal. No, I'm just saying, like, 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 if you're all you're just going with is like, yeah, he lives with his aunt and uncle. Like, all right, I guess a poor person took him away. It's the same structure as Star Wars. Both of them are. 
it's it's, it's an interesting concept. I I, I mean, I'd, I'd have to hear how the guy explains it. But yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's pretty I, cool. If I can find the link, I'll send it to you. I can't remember his name. It was just a quick glimpse oh. on, on that. Well, that's that's like uh, that's like um, comparing um, what is it? There's a British TV show called Anubis, and um, the um, the Wolfblood series. I mean, they're very similar in their character design and everything. So I, I can see where he's gone with that. <laughs> All right, you kind of redeemed yourself there, Rome. Not totally, I- but. I did watch. I did watch uh, a show that I think Rum might like. Uh, I watched one episode of uh, was it I Zombie? I started watching that, then I got kind of bored with it. Like I, the first episode was really good, and I haven't watched anything after that. So I just I think something else came on, and I I just it's one of those shows you you kind of have to watch them all at yeah. a point, at least in groups. Like there could be five you've got to watch in a row and then the next two are just like the random craziness which oh, we're going to solve a case so and that sort of thing it's but the pokemon go of tv shows it is it, it kind of is yeah but uh yeah tv and and uh, there's jack on anymore I'm, I'm sick of not having choices there's you get a thousand channels to watch of all i do is watch expedition unknown uh did you know that apparently there's a dedicated channel to ncis anymore i, I didn't know that uh we knew that there was a law and order channel uh, because that's on constantly. Um, but uh, I'd like to see them bring back, a, you know, they have like shows. <laughs> they, they need a TV network that shows network programming in order with commercials as they did from back in the day. Not just like the, you know, showing the old black and white movies, but that's fine on some networks, but they don't show like, how it was presented at that time. I think that'd be kind of cool. You know what I mean? Like, like a, like a, an entire channel that would just be everything from the time period. Exactly. But with commercials, right. Even if, even if the products aren't even there anymore, the problem problem with that is most of that shit doesn't exist anymore. Well, that's, that, that's what, like the products. Yeah. No, I mean like the, like probably the footage, well, there's plenty of footage on a lot of shows. I'm talking like I need a TV station that shows like the uh, in in order like A Team and MacGyver and and uh, you know uh, Small Wonder and uh, uh, Richie Rich and all those damn fucking shows together. That'd be cool. But mostly, you know, Rum wants to see the Where's the Beef lady make a comeback. I think yeah, Clara. What was her name? Clara something rather. Just crying. No idea. No, Clara no Clara Barker, idea. I think was her name. I actually met her at a Wendy's. Of course you did. It was, I uh, was eight years old, eight or seven or eight years old at the Wendy's in Butler. And it was on, uh, uh the first Wendy's that Butler ever had. And it was their grand she opening twenties. No, I wasn't in my twenties, bro. No, she was, she was not in her twenties. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I actually had a poster, like an eight by 10. She was sitting at a table inside the Wendy's and she was signing. Uh, pictures very and cool I, I thought that was kind of cool i met the wendy's lady so very cool fun story good memory <laughs> speaking of um, um memories about fast food chains i told you the story before about me getting locked in a freezer yes right yes um well it's well i guess it's not funny um yes, it is. At, one of, at one of the uh, fast food restaurants here um in north carolina they just found a guy in the freezer was he dead? Yes, he was very dead. That's terrible. Here's the thing. They thought he just quit about a month and a half ago. 
So here's my question. <laughs> Where was he in the freezer? <laughs> he was behind, I guess, behind or underneath. Uh, there's like metal racks that you have to, you can't have anything on the ground. Of course, everything's got to be up on a, on off the floor. Um, I don't know. I don't know exactly where, but I'm assuming either underneath one of those rental racks or they just stacked boxes around. Them. <laughs> but apparently the inside safety lock that if you do go in the freezer to push out, uh, I guess um, it, they didn't realize it was non-operational because no one had closed the door behind them or it hadn't closed on a new button in a while. So apparently this guy thought, uh, you know, he got locked in. He was one of the last people to, or was the last person to leave that night. It was his turn to, uh, to make sure everything was closed up before he left. Uh, and they figured out or figured he just had enough of it and left because he didn't come in the next day. Funny. And the joke is on them. He never left. Ha ha. He's the best employee ever, but he's dead. <laughs> That's so fucked up. It is fucked up that no one found this guy. I mean, it, it, it was one freezer. People must be going in and out of the freezer all the fucking time, right? You would think. Anyway. I keep waiting for Rum's bit. There's got to be one. There's no, no, this is a true story. <laughs> this is a true story. No bit. I just found that well, fucked up. I, I just compared of, it to me getting locked in the freezer. That's all. Speaking of uh, dead guys, so Dr. Drew thinks that Anthony Bourdain uh, choked himself to death while, while uh, jerking off. Oh really? Yeah. Why would he? Why would he say that? I didn't read the article. I was just uh, very amused by it. Wow. Well, Doctor Doctor Drew's kind of an ass, isn't he? And so is Adam. <laughs> That's kind of fucking terrible, dude. I mean, That's a I terrible was thing not, to say. Right. Okay. I was amused by so, this dude so who hung suddenly, himself jerking off. Suddenly, I'm a much bigger fan of Anthony Bourdain just because I found out that he was committing autoerotic fixation and gave himself a David Carradine. I'm sorry, like I just. You know, like uh, I'm, I'm an interesting guy. That's all. Ah, uh, yeah, you are. Is there proof that he did that? I didn't read the article again. Like that's. I don't. Not- I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, from what I understood, he just uh, pilled himself to death. No, I, they did come out and say that there were no drugs in the system when he died. I think. Yes. Oh, oh I think okay. That was last well, week. Maybe he shot himself. Maybe. Uh, oh, he or, Oh, he really did hang himself. Okay, I wasn't quite sure if that was that was all true either. Well, either way, that's a, that's a sad way to go. Or an awesome way. No, it's kind of sad, dude. You know, because your your last thought on the earth is you have a choice to make. Do I stand up straight and stop jacking off, or do I keep going and and, and, and muscle through it? I don't think so. I think his, his last thought was, oh, that feels so good. Well, it takes a while to strangle yourself, man. Especially if you're not doing it from a great height. If you're just tying a you know a rag around someone's neck, it can it can take them quite a long time to do it, unless you put a knee in the middle of their back. What? Fun fact. I'm I'm very confused about what you think he was doing, Rome. Well, if he was jerking off and and hang and, and strangling himself, you tie a would probably tie a sheet or something around your neck or scarf or belt. But you'd have to tie the other end to something else. But you don't want to have it high. You want to have it almost parallel to your head if you're doing it right. Because that way you can control how much pressure you're leaning forward and and stuff like that. 
So I, I'm really not quite sure unless he was doing it in a really stupid way, like standing <laughs> on a chair, Wrong. hanging from a freaking rafter. That's really retarded. Wrong, wrong. Is, there, <laughs> that's a, is there a smart a, way to jerk off while strangling yourself? Yeah, that's why you have more control. Otherwise, I mean, fuck, dude, that's, you're just hanging yourself. And, and jerking off would be just like, oh, well, I'm up here. Right. You know, it's an afterthought. I mean, you're not, right. you're not doing it for pleasure at that point. You're just doing it because oh, I got a free hand. Rum, you know, please, please never tell me how you come across this sort of expertise. Uh, well, ever, it's you know, it's no, no, I'm, no, I'm kind no, of like no, a no, uh, no, the Sherlock no, Holmes of, of no, weird information. No, la 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 la. No, no, never. Don't want to know. Don't ever want. So know. it's it is quite possible then he was murdered because if it would have been set up correctly. Unless he went completely numb at his waist, which is fairly unlikely, it just doesn't make any sense. It almost sounds like someone would have had to put a knee to his back to strangle him. Ron, are yeah. you really obsessed with somebody kneeing him in the back while he's jerking off? I don't know what. Well, that that would kill somebody if you did that. If you're trying to kill somebody, you'd have to put pressure on their back so they couldn't stand up. So they're they're bowed. You know, their their legs are kicked out behind them, and you're pushing so they can't have any control. They can't touch the ground. It's not their can't, it's not their bowed rum. It's his load. Um, you just see again, no imagination. You, you got to picture the situation. I'm picturing it. I'm picturing it right now. Maybe 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 uh, you should draw it out. So I read, I, I I skimmed through the article, and it looks like Doctor Drew's saying this based on not. Uh, it's more circumstantial evidence. He's saying like, I'm not sure. Uh, but since like a, he, he never really figured, you know, he, he apparently knew Anthony Bourdain really well. And he said like, yeah, I just don't see him as someone who would commit suicide and he didn't leave a note. And there was like a, a few other reasons. And he said, look, I, can, mm-hmm. I can't say for sure. I just wonder if this was, was more an accident than it was a, a deliberate attempt to commit suicide. Well, I think it sounds a lot more like a chance for a murder to me. And I think we all need to investigate Dr. Drew or Mr. Fuckhead, whatever his name is. I would, okay. Uh, I would, I would watch the rum, the rum guy diaries, the 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 rum guy guy mysteries. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Me and I'd, I'd get I'd get my my crew together. It'd be uh, Jessica Fletcher, uh, Matlock, and uh, and uh, you know what, who else? Your, um, I don't know. Do? What would your mobile command center be? The 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 mystery we would, rum machine? No, no, we we'd meet at the house where the Golden Girls live. Nice. Yeah. Well, they have a big kitchen. What? They do. It's quite large. Yeah, and it's in Florida, so it's sunny. They have a pool. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so well, this this is gone. <laughs> well, John, look, look, guys. I, I I'm at the the point. I got a jet. So uh, you guys finish this lovely show up. Already. Uh, thanks, guys. I'll uh, talk to you all a little bit later. All right. Have a good one, man. Later, guys. So that was Wayne. That was Wayne. Now it's you and me, man. It's just you, you and me. It's together again. Just you and I. <laughs> Dude, it's kind of, you kind of took that a different way. I went <laughs> in a different direction. Uh <laughs> what? But uh, well, it's uh, back to back to that one Tree Hill concert though. If you do find a way, you're uh, once again seriously, you're more than welcome to come up here, and it's fine. I've, it's I would, uh, I it's really not that to. far. I would love to. Uh, I really, it's just, it, I, I mean, honestly, 
the the main thing is like a hundred dollars for a concert ticket for i mean i i want to see them sure but they're also they're still low level artists like they're not they're not super famous you know a hundred dollars to me is like oh here's a big act that's in town i got you i got you and also like it's it's well i mean i guess it's starting at 95 dollars unless it's just like open like an open field which it could be well i know it's it's the press coverage i know it's strange but the press coverage for it is heavy here and uh it's like a full festival well yeah well so it's part of a series of conventions called icon eye i guess it's supposed to be like icon i got it um but they've been doing one tree hill reunions for i don't know like six or seven years now like the first time i saw it i was like oh wow that's so cool i'll probably never do that again i'm so sorry i missed it but they do it every year and i think they actually do it a couple of times a year because it feels either time's really slipping away from me or like they do it every six months no Uh, it's it's once a year okay well maybe time really is slipping away from me (laughs) but yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I'd love to go, but on the other hand, uh, I saw so two so one of the actresses, uh, the, the actually the main actress from One Tree Hill, is filming a Hallmark movie. Hallmark movie, not Hallmark. Uh, <laughs> she's filming a Hallmark movie in Lafayette, Louisiana, and she brought like a couple of the, actually one of the guys from uh, from what was that show that Wayne just mentioned? Uh, uh, Golden Girls. I Zombie. I Zombie. Oh. One, one of the guys okay. from iZombies uh, is in uh, was was a One Tree Hill guy. That's where he got his 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 real big break. Uh, and um, so a bunch of them are filming her Hallmark Hallmark movie. I keep saying Hallmark. You're thinking Mark Harmon. Sorry, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't. Now I am. <laughs> um, so, uh, they're all filming this movie in Lafayette, Louisiana, which is two hours away. And I was like. Like, damn, I really kind of want to go there and look. And then I realized, like, oh, you're 38 years old. Like, that's super creepy. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe just enjoy the show and move on with your life. Don't be a fucking weirdo. Hey, if, if you don't think there was a Buffy sh- a thing that they did that, there was a, you know, funny enough. Um, I mean, they put out albums with all the bands that were on that show. But they, they, you know, and they do some of the cons and stuff, but they really don't have a festival like, like the One Tree Hill people do, which is very cool. But if those bands that were on that album would, would do it, uh, hell, I'd be there in a heartbeat. I think it'd be fun to see it. Yeah, one, uh, Buffy tried to do it for a while because they had that, uh, what was the name of the club that they went to? Uh, the, um, oh, fuck, you're going to put me on the spot. The, it was like the Vine <laughs> or something like that? No, um, oh, my God. Going to the... Uh, Oh fuck! Not the boy of the room. That's Hellraiser. Well, damn it! I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, so they built they you know that was a a section of the 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 show where they would meet up just to bring in bands. And I remember they had didn't they have like Coheed and Cambria or something like that at one oh, point. Oh yeah, they had everybody in that thing. Yeah, they were on so, it. But they they kind of aban- abandoned it. I think after like the first two or three years, like they they just sort of stopped. Having I think the the story time. changed, and they you know they they were what they kept it through high school, but when they got uh, into uh, when she got into college, everything changed. So they didn't. Oh, ah, fuck! It was called the Bronze. There you go. That's the what bronze. it was called. Uh, but I think well, I think it's more most likely what happened was the the network probably stopped fucking with them because that's no for the most part. 
no uh, show producer really wants to do shit like that. Um, the the guy who produced One Tree Hill actually did. Uh, he mm-hmm. was really into music, so that that was that was definitely something that he he was into. But most of those shows, they they made partnerships with with record companies, and I'm sure they got like sure. got money for for like advertising type money for it. So, um, actually, it was, it was, enough, so I'm guy, sorry. Go ahead. No, the guy who created One Tree Hill uh, earlier this year, he was actually accused uh, very seriously uh, of of um, not sexually abusing. The actresses, but um, sexually harassing them, uh, and that's why supposedly the main actress, the one that's filming the Hallmark, not Hallmark, but the Hallmark movie in Lafayette, supposedly that's why she's let she left, and she wrote a long article about it. And uh, is is the actress is that Sophia Bush? No, she's a uh, she was sort of the secondary actress that that kind of took on a lead role, but um, no, the the. The lead actress's name is Hillary Burton. Okay. And uh, she's actually, before One Tree Hill, she was most famous for being legitimately sexually harassed by Ben Affleck on screen. He uh, he kind of copped a feel while she was interviewing him uh, on MTV. It, oh. Very odd. And now she's married to the guy who plays Negan, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Okay. So, weird. Just, uh, I mean, I guess it's Hollywood, small world, but... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, what tripped me out, and this is the problem that we, we just, we've discussed this before, but this is the problem that I have with all this me too shit. So, and look, and I love this actress and I love that show. And, uh, it saddens me to hear that this guy who wrote this, this show that I really enjoyed, uh, did this shit. But so she came out and she wrote an article and all that after he apparently sexually harassed two women. Uh, on his current show, the Royals. And so all the actors and actresses like kind of came out and said, yes, this is true. We're backing, backing Hillary. We saw the way he would treat her and the other girls. And some of the guys, you know, like signed on and said, no, I I totally backed them up. And I was thinking like, "Uh, okay, but why are you doing this? Like the show's been off the air for like five years. Yeah, why now? Yeah, you know, like, like, are you really a hero if you watched a woman? And I understand, like, everybody's got a career and they don't want to lose their jobs and all that. And there's a lot of people counting on them. But I don't know. There has to, like, I, I feel like if I knew a woman, I worked intimately with her and I considered her a friend, I don't think I could keep my mouth shut if I saw a dude sexually harassing her repeatedly on a day in and day out basis. Like, I, I don't, I, I can't imagine you know, there's no virtue signaling there to be done. Like I, I feel like, and it's, it shouldn't just be a guy thing. It's like it, it just in general, they all knew this was going on and nobody said anything. It's not like he couldn't have been uh, replaced as the showrunner, even though he created the show, it wouldn't necessarily make the show over either that, or they were banded together and said something. Maybe he would have been like, okay, I'm sorry because oh, well, they, they could have just said, Hey, you, you know, we're not, we're not going to put up with this. And, you know, well, we, we can delay your production. I will say the produ- show's producers, when they would complain, would say, look, uh, we understand we're, we're going to talk to them. But, you know, if you do this, you know, it's not just you losing your job. It's all the crew members, all these people, all this. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I get it. But, it, you know, I don't know. At what point do you take a stand in your life? Like, you know. Well, and then here's another thing. How because uh, we're, we're we're always thinking the worst when people say sexual harassment things like that 
the, I'm sorry. There, there's, there's got to be lines. There's got to be degrees. It, an offhanded comment meant in in jest that you can apologize for if someone takes takes it the wrong way. I don't think that's a career killer. Oh well, you're certainly right. There are cases where these these feminists are pretending that shit is worse than it is. And in fact, I was just here, uh, reading about um the a case. Uh, he's an author. His name is I'm not going to pronounce this right. It's spelled J U N O T, but I'm going to say Juno Diaz. And this this guy was an author and a professor somewhere. And these women came out against him and said that he um, he sexually harassed them and, and what have you. And one of the women, I don't remember the woman's name, but she claimed that he yelled at her, belittled her uh, in at a public um, some type of conference or something like that. Hmm. And, uh, you know, used his misogyny to to downplay her femininity or some shit like that, which oh, it's f- stupid. Yeah, that's not that's not a reason someone should have their reputation smeared. But the funny thing is, is so that it, this wasn't again, this was in public. So someone online produced audio from the event she was talking about. And when they played it. There was no such thing present in his dialogue with her. And her response was, uh, well, you can't you can't read the body language and subtle misogyny going on from just audio. You have to you have to see it. And it's just like this guy's reputation was destroyed. Like, I think he lost his profession. I could be wrong about that. I'd have to go back and look up the article again. But his his name was Juno Diaz, J-U-N-O-T. And this guy was just trashed. And there seems to be no credible evidence. And and it's it's this it's it's such a weird thing. Like, uh, we, we really are at a point where there's genuine, uh, t- genuinely terrible things going on in the in the world and in our society and we we're starting to just roll our eyes at everything because we we really have reached this point of maximum boy who cried wolf oh exactly you're you're absolutely right we're 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 done we're fast at at least most of it are some of them like to try to keep putting their toe in the limelight but um i'm sick of it i know i i i I look at i i don't have a lot of money i don't have a lot of fame so I really don't have a lot to lose. I, I just really don't give a fuck about these people. If, uh, and it sounds wrong, but um, uh, uh, boo-hoo, your fucking feelings got hurt. You know, that's that's where I'm at. You, you're, you're, you said something happened tragic to you? My God, that is horrible. Honestly, it is horrible. It would have made more of a difference if you didn't wait 30 years to talk about it. Yeah, I... I mean, sometimes I understand. I understand with like Bill Cosby, he was a super powerful dude, and people clearly indicated, well, you know, like we're we're sway, you know, because some of these women did complain, and they, they it got swept under the rug. Sure, um, sure, that happens, and that's extremely unfortunate. But a lot of these cases, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's I'm I'm not unsympathetic. I'm just not. I, I just don't believe that you should just automatically go. Oh, he probably did it just because someone said right because he's a male because that's just what we do. You know, that's sure. I mean, it's 
a lot what we do, but it's there's a fine line. I mean, what you know? Here's here's a thing. I, I read a I was reading something about a guy who um, bought a drink for a woman, um, and um, they were you know the bartender. She, she watched the bartender make it, so it wasn't drugged or anything. Um, and then he came over and said, um, "Hey, hey, you know, just make a small talk." Um, and she looked at him and took the drink, took a sip out of it and threw it in his face and said, uh, she was gay and he should respect her choices. And she went off on this tirade and he, he, he looked at her and said, how the fuck am I supposed to know you're gay? <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, that's where we're at anymore. It, apparently you can't even talk to a woman uh, because uh, you, 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 something could go wrong. Something could get, ha- you know, could happen. I don't, you know, I don't totally believe, I, I, I hear a lot of people saying things like that. Like we're at a point where the, you know, the world's just at an end and blah, blah, blah. Not, I know that's, yeah, I'm, I'm exaggerating with what I just said. That's not what people are saying. Well, some people are sure. saying that, but, um, I think the the issue is that we pay too much attention to what we're reading online and mm-hmm. forget that I've said this many times like the average person doesn't have time to go like just start trouble online they they have jobs they have lives and I think you're hearing the small minority that has access to this giant bullhorn and we get the impression that that's that's the way most people feel but I really don't think most people feel that way um I, I really I hope not. I really do. Because if that woman threw a drink back at me after I bought it for her, I'd buy another drink and throw it back at her. Because that's what I do. That's uh, how I roll. Yeah, I don't know how I respond to that. I mean, you can't... They, I, there is a point where violence would ensue, but I don't think somebody throwing a drink in your face, that's an inappropriate response. But um, I Well, I mean, I'm just saying, that's that's how I would respond. Because... She's she's claiming one thing, and then I would claim something along the lines of um, my uh, my sensitive feelings and masculinity was wounded by her actions. I mean, it's the same amount of bullshit. So, it, it to me, it it, it it's I, I'm more of an eye for an eye per type of person when it comes to certain things, and I don't know. It, it'll probably get me in trouble again someday, but as of right now, it, it's it's boded me well. Well, you don't have many eyes left to. No, no, you're right. I got one left right now. Soon, um, soon it'll be fine. Um, like I said, I get to I get to go do that doctor thing on a third, and um, I can get back to uh, back to doing what I do. Um, I did do. Um, I, I, you heard me mention it to Wayne and stuff. I got uh, was working on uh, some promo stuff, and uh, I got uh, one uh, some work done for uh, Gary's new show, and oh, cool. uh, so that's that's gonna be fun. So hopefully everything starts working out. Yeah, no, that's 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 great. I'm I'm glad y'all are getting all that together. Yeah. Um, I do before we go because we're we're almost at an hour. Uh, mm-hmm. I did want to mention something that's been bothering me, and uh, there's a lot of political stuff going on right now, most of which we don't need to talk about. But something sure. that's really been frustrating me, and you know, I, I I always say that that I'm a free speech absolutist, and that's why I do what I do on this show. Um, so, uh, (laughs) so 
there was a recent case, and I'm sure we talked about it previously on the show uh, a while back. Uh, it was about a bakery that was targeted by a gay couple who was trying to basically make a point and, you know, start some furor. And they sure. went into a Christian bakery. I think it was called Sweet Memories, but I could be wrong. Uh, they went to the Christian baker and they said, well, you need to bake it. We're getting married and you need to bake us a cake that celebrates our our nuptials. And the Christian baker was said, no, I'm sorry. Like, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian. I believe marriage is between a man and a woman. Uh, if you want, you can buy another cake, but I'm not I'm not baking you a cake that says any, you know, anything like that. And so they sued him. And I. I don't remember. There was a bunch of cases like this, so I don't remember if this is one of the ones where the community got together and, you know, started a GoFundMe, or if the the guy's still in business, or if he lost his he's, business. He's still in business, um, and they lost their case. Uh, who's they? The uh, the the gay couple. Okay, all right, yeah, that's what I was getting to. So, uh, well, it went through a different a couple of different courts because you can't just go to the Supreme Court. Right. Um, the, there's many circuits. I, I don't. I don't know how many, but there's different levels that you have to go to, and the, the Supreme Court is the when when everything else has failed, and the right. Supreme Court's job is very simple. Uh, is whatever this person because you can't just take any case of Supreme Court. Right. Uh, you know, if if uh, if I claim that you stole from me, you know, it's whatever. But you, you get the point. Like you, it has to right, yeah. has to be an issue that affects constitute the whether or not something's constitutional. Correct. And uh, so the crux of it was this. Is it within the bounds of the the First Amendment based mostly on the civil rights uh the act the civil rights act is it within the bounds of the first amendment to force an artist to create something that uh they are morally opposed to and the answer is no you cannot force an artist to create something uh with the message that they are they are opposed to uh for moral or otherwise reasons which People keep saying, oh, well, you know, now they basically dis, uh, disregard the Civil Rights Act and it's it's opening the door. If, if somebody is racist against black people, they can deny them service, blah, 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 blah. That is not what it says. What it basically says is if I were to go to a female painter and say, miss, I would like you to paint a painting for me of me raping you. If if this, the, the court case had gone in favor of the gay people, then it would be legal for me to do that, and I would be able to force her to do that. It would be against the law for her to uh, deny, deny me. Deny me. Um, what the court said is basically she could say, no, you can buy a painting that I've already made, but I'm not going to paint anything specifically for you. You cannot force an artist to make them do something that they find objectionable. Right. And it's not the same as denying them service. I, I made this more complicated than it needed to be, but uh, I was trying to use like an extreme case. Right, right. Well, and I, and I agree, I think. And of course, the ones that are in, infuriated that it didn't go the other way are may, probably mainly people who have no actual idea, one, how the system really works. 
and uh, they 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 already had a mind made up. A, a, they were already looking for another bullet for their gun to fire in an opposite direction. So uh, I, I don't understand. Well, I do understand because they're attention hogs. That's all they want is attention. Um, but I, I think it was a, a really fair and just rule and whether or, uh, you know I have I have nothing against people who are gay I'm fine you're gay whatever awesome good for well, you you I, happy super I mean I personally think that the whole thing is silly I don't think I don't think making someone a cake that says uh, happy wedding or whatever whatever it would say violates your religious you know principles like you're not no he, you're he not wanted, performing the wedding they wanted they wanted a groom and a groom on top of the wedding cake right and in an embrace. They wanted, uh, there was a whole thing, they were, had a list, and they showed the list of what they wanted on their cake. And it was very much, uh, you know, they wanted like a, like a gay pride, the flags on it, and the whole thing. And, and the guy just wasn't comfortable with that, and that's right. his thing. And, you know? and again, I, I think he should be able to make that decision. I'm just saying, for me personally, I actually don't think that that really makes it much. I, I say just make the money. It doesn't. It's not a sin against God to do that, you know. But you know, that's not up for me to say. No, I mean, you know, different religions, different. Uh, you know, he he's. Well, the, the the Bible doesn't cover that. It's it's his personal view on on his religious beliefs. Uh, but. I got into a weird discussion online about this because uh, a, a, a photographer that I'm I'm very fond of posted a picture he took of a gay wedding in uh, Grand Cayman. Funny, mm-hmm. funny enough, where, where I just came from, and uh, he was asking like, "How do you feel about gay weddings? You know, like do do you shoot them, um, or would you be willing to shoot one?" And I said, "Absolutely, I would." Uh, I think if if you don't want to, there's plenty of other photographers out there who, who are more than willing to go pick up that money. Uh, but I don't think that anyone should be forced to. And somebody commented on it and said, I kind of agree with you. Uh, but I think it's, it's wrong for someone to deny, uh, to not shoot someone's wedding for their religious reasons. But you know, some guys are just really uncomfortable and weirded out by guys who are, who are making out. And, And I was like, what's the fucking difference like you're you're saying like it's it's okay to force someone to uh to shoot a wedding because they uh they're objected to it because of their religion but if they're just simply grossed out by two guys kissing that's okay that's that's stupid like like that's 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 an idiotic concept yeah it's a bad bad argument on that end for sure and also, it, by the way, like, look, I'm not interested in seeing guys make out. But if you're just like, ooh, fags, <laughs> you need to do something <laughs> with your life. There's something wrong there. It's just whatever, like I said, whatever makes you happy. Um, I this this is just me though, and and I've said it. I I believe in, I believe in just the concept of love. I think that's awesome. I know it sounds very hippie, but I do. I believe in the concept of love. It's whatever kind of faggy. The, you know whatever whatever whoever <laughs> however old doesn't matter i mean for the most part um but i think um i, I believe in uh straight and i believe in gay anything else that's just me i just i'm not i don't even look at it i'm so gonna edit that to take out the part about gay it was like i believe it's straight anything else i'm good <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I, you know what I mean. I just um, I, this the the alphabet people, whatever. Um, but it's 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 gay or straight. That's that's all for me. That's all I see. So anything else? It's just a it's a, a preference on whatever. I took I don't a, know. I took a online uh, survey from Square Enix today, mm-hmm. and uh, at the top of it, you know, they're asking now. In fact, somebody posted I saw online. Somebody posted a picture of the LSAT. They're asking, like, what gender do you identify as? And there's like 19 listed. Well, it's not 19, but there's like six to eight listings. That's stupid. Yeah, on the LSAT, the the which if, if for anyone out there who doesn't know, that's the test that you have to take to get into the law school. There's the MCAT gets you uh, eligible for medical school. LSAT gets you eligible eligible for law school. Right. And, uh, but I took an online quiz for Square Enix today, and it asked me like, what gender do you identify as? And at the bottom, because there's too many to list, and people are making them up all the time. There's just like uh, right in, you know. And so I wrote in meat popsicle. <laughs> which is a reference to fifth element but fifth element <laughs> so anyway but a boom yeah so uh i think we're good i think uh you know uh and again rum please you know take care of yourself and oh yeah i hope uh i hope they figure out what's going on you need both eyes i mean yeah it would be cool if you were able to wear an eye patch full time you know, but you know, I think you need both eyes because you're you're well, already in trouble with just two. You know, if you yeah. Well, it's, it's the eyes and the arm. You know, my arm goes completely dead too. I can't pick it up. It goes oh, paralyzed. Really? Oh Jesus! So, and so that's, there's that. So that's like something's like pressing on your nerves. Is that what's? I'm, I believe so. I mean, that's what I would think. I just need a, a, an official doctor to tell me that. That would make more sense. Um, the doctor I did go to see, uh, who was, you know, he's, he's an official doctor, just not a neurologist. And he agreed with me. He said, hey, it's more than likely some sort of swelling, a pinched, some sort of pinched nerve or nerve damage, or possibly something, uh, that is detached, uh, and they were partially detached. And then, you know, because it, it, and it's, it sucks cause it's my right hand and I'm right-handed. So I could be holding a coffee cup and it's, ah, you know, <laughs> just drop it on the ground. It's there's no rhyme or reason when it happens. Um, it's just one of those things, and it's 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 a bizarre, bizarre thing that I just kind of need to get uh, get that taken care of so I yeah. can continue on with, uh, you know, the rest of the life. <laughs> with, yeah. If not, I'm just gonna have the damn thing cut off, and I'll get a robotic one put on, and it'll be very cool, and I'll sh- have like a gun at the end of it. I don't think yeah. the world's ready for RoboCop Rum. RumboCop. <laughs> oh my God, the world is RumboCop. Oh, that's the name of this episode, by the way. <laughs> RoboCop. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, we should make a movie spoof. That'd be great. We should. We need. We need to do it. We need. There's a couple projects I'd really like to get together with you on it and sit down and hash them out as a, you know, and script it out. I think it'd be fun. Man, if only we had the money. I, I, I would move to North Carolina if I had some money. Well, we can do an audio version. I mean, I, I've got an, an idea for a concept for it that would be a few okay. things that could be done audio-wise, which would be kind of fun. Absolutely. Very cool. Well, I've been Adam. And I'm the rum guy. And keep it... Keep it... Uh, 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 metal. Yeah, 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 metal's good. Metal. Yeah, yes. you know, keep it, hey. keep it Maynard. Ooh. Ooh, keep it Maynard. All right. <laughs> ah.
Bang, 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 bang,